You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first guest of the week. I'd like to welcome back on the program fitness coach from Elite Personal Training, Nathan Solia. Nathan, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing this week? Hi, Noreen. I'm doing great, mate. I'm good. That's, How are you? Yes, I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, so this week, we're chatting a little bit more about exercising and also building muscles uh, without hurting your joints, as I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot of the people you've seen and a lot of people are sort of keen to get back on the fitness wagon um, and to perhaps yeah. build muscles and exercise and achieve maximum fitness in the shortest period of time. But it's easy to sort of injure ourselves. Um, so what's your take on that? Yeah, that's, you know, that's, everyone's getting back into it. I've noticed over the last two weeks, uh, since we've opened up, um, people are coming back in droves. And you, you've made a good point is, is that, you know, some of us want to get back fitter, trying to get back, bounce back faster than, than um, uh, you know, than that they may be physically capable of. So how do you actually predict, protect your joints while you're exercising? Well, you know the the main thing that you got to remember is, is the joint is uh, is is the is a part of the body that actually uh, it, it bends right. So there's like a ligament and there is a a tendon um, that goes over the joint um, to to be able to keep the the ligament healthy. The first thing that I would do, sorry, keep the 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 the, the you know the joint healthy is actually keeping hydrated. Because of the be- synovial fluid, I seem to remember. Is that- Correct. Very good. <laughs> yes. Good old synovial fluid. Basically, the synovial fluid is, is that lubricant in the joint that actually keeps it nice and you know nice and juicy and, and, and making sure that the both ends of the bones don't touch together. So keeping hydrated is super important. And the, do, you know, do you know how much water you should be drinking a day to be able to keep your body properly hydrated i got i got one question correct i mean i don't know all the answers nate (laughs) (laughs) i was testing you how well you've been listening over the years we've been talking exactly okay so here's the formula here's the formula so you times your weight in kilos diet times 0.03 okay so if you are say uh 60 kilos yeah you You times it by 0.03 and you'll end up with 1.8 liters of water okay Oh, okay. So it's not your sort of bog standard two liters a day. It really does depend on your size and your. And that's your right, and that's right, and it even matters, and it even matters the quality of the water that you're drinking. Because a lot of people come to me, and go, does does tea count? Does coffee count? No, it doesn't, because tea and coffee dehydrate the body. So you've got to make sure that you're hydrating your body with water and only water. And then, of course, the quality of the water matters too. You know, basically, if you you, you want to have the um, uh, uh, the minerals and nutrient level in the water high enough that it absorbs into your cells. So, just to be on the safe side, if you're drinking, you know, distilled water um, or, or tap water, you know, or even filtered water, you would put a pinch of sea salt in the water, and that will give you enough minerals and nutrients to be able to penetrate every cell in your body. So that way you keep your joints happy and keep it nice and moist and juicy. So that's what I would recommend. Quality um, the of water one, and drinking the, the appropriate amount of water is, is that's key, right. So drinking the appropriate amount and the right and, and and the right quality of water as well. So that that's that's the first thing I would do to be able to keep your joints, you know, to keep your joints safe. The other one that I would do is incorporate a stretching routine into your workout as well as 
if you're doing strength training, making sure that you are, um, you know, you're, you are, you are stretched, um, especially, especially after your workout, you can actually do stretches before the workout, which I do a lot with, especially with people who have muscle imbalances. Uh, but I do manage, I do, um, I, I do recommend stretching after and, so what you can actually do, some people ask me, okay, can I stretch in between each each you know each set as opposed to you know at the end of the set? Yes, you can, but do it as a dynamic stretch. And a dynamic stretch is basically moving. Um, you know, when you get into a stretch, is moving into that stretch and coming out of the stretch, and then going into the stretch and then coming out of the stretch. And each time you go into the stretch, make the range of motion. You know, longer, and as in not in time, but longer as in length of the muscle that you're stretching into. Okay. I'm just also sorry. Um, I was going to also ask you know about the 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 day to day, um, because our day to day activities can also have an impact on our joints. You know, the, the way we move, the way we squat, the way we we move things. And I seem to remember, you know, you, you talked about functional. Um, exercises you know things that you know the way we we squat the way we would get something pick up our bag or something that also has an impact on our joints because if we are moving incorrectly most of the time then the impact on our joints adds up and the and the everyday wear and tear will also impact our joints significantly oh absolutely and you know you've brought a really good point you know how 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 much of us have we been sitting down and on our laptops in the couch or on the <laughs> yes. floor or on the bed, you know, you know, our head in that forward head posture the whole time. Um, and, you know, you, you just, you just gave a, a, a perfect point is, is that, you know, if you're standing correctly or you're, you know, sitting to standing or going to sitting again, which we all do, cause you know, no, normally we have a rounded back, you know, we, you know, we, we um, you know, we, and our sort, neck yeah. is forward, our shoulders are forward. And so what that leads to is muscles tight on the front and muscles weak on the back. And so it's very similar to like, you know, if you have a car and, you know, you have one tire really, really pumped up and one tire that's sort of flat and the flat tire represents the weak muscles and the tight and the, the pumped up tire represents the tight muscles. If you start taking that car faster and faster, you'll get what we call speed wobbles. Mm. And if you're getting speed wobbles, then you run the risk of crashing your car. It's very similar to how our body works. If we go from, you know, one tire really, really tight, you know, you know, one muscle's really, really tight, another muscle's really, really weak, and then we start doing squats, for example, and we haven't done squats in a long time, then we're asking for a um, an injury there. And, it, you know, with the joint is, is that if one muscle's tight on one side and one's weak on the other, that ball and socket joint, just imagine a ball and socket, it starts to rub on the actual uh, on the actual socket. So that creates wear and tear. That creates inflammation. And then, of course, then, you know, we're, we're seeing a physiotherapist, you know, quicker than we can, you know, bat an eyelid if, if you know, if you're um, – lifting incorrectly so to be able to you know to be able to save your joints is like it goes back to that thing is is like you want to stretch the muscles that are weak uh stretch the muscles that are tight and once we stretch the muscles that are tight then we need to strengthen the muscles that are weak 
And then once we've strengthened the muscles that are weak, then we can start doing a squat, for example. Hmm. But until then, we've got to make sure that we rebalance our bodies up. So if you were to you know, protect your joints, I would always start with some flexibility and some mobility. And I'd always make sure that I would fire the muscles that are weak. And generally, if we were taking like, and let's take the simple one, the office worker who's been sitting at the desk all day and they get a really tight lower back. So what we need to do is we need to stretch out their lower back and then we need to strengthen because generally the reason why their lower back is weak is because their bum is weak or what I call the gluteus maximus. When we stretch, when we start to strengthen the gluteus maximus, it starts to take the pressure off the lower back. And so the lower back doesn't have to work so hard. So you stretch the muscles that are tight, you strengthen the muscles that are weak, and then once you've done that, then you can start teaching them how to squat. That's right. Okay. I was um, then my my next point is of course um, excess body weight and and that pressure that that creates on our joints and on our knees because you know it's carrying our body weight. I don't know if you've heard of that COVID nineteen kg phenomenon where because <laughs> because a lot of people some people um, have not been exercising and been spending their days at home baking or cooking. Oh man, so... I, I hear you on that one. I feel like I've I've gained like two or three kilos over this time as well. <laughs> And I've been training. You know, that's the thing. It's it's a really good point. You know, the, you know we used to do a, um, you know, with when we'd have um, uh, kids' nutrition classes and we'd get the kid to hold on to like a five-kilo plate, you know, five-kilo um, weight. And he would just stand and stand and stand. And, you know, after 10 minutes, he was really struggling to be able to stand there. And that was an extra five kilos of weight. So you imagine that sort of pressure on your lower back and on your knees and on your neck and on your shoulders, it, it puts a lot of strain on there. So yes, excess weight is definitely you know one thing that you know if you do want to be able to protect your joints, is um, is try to get that weight off first. But you know to be able to get that weight off, you know you have to use a good nutrition plan and as well as exercising. So it's a sort of catch, you know the, the you know the chicken or the egg. Which one do I do first? So, you know, to be able to protect your joints, especially if you've gained that extra weight, I'd always start with, like I said, that mobility, flexibility, and that stability program. So to strengthen that inner unit, the inner unit is like all of the core muscles, all the your ab, your six pack, your obliques, which are on your side, your multifidus muscles, which are all the muscles in your spine, and you know your head. You know how many you you know how much your head weighs. I want to. It depends um, how smart you are. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Ten, so, ten right, kilos. Maybe not. Well, it, 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 and if you were a hundred kilos, that would be right. So it's ten oh, so percent of your of, body weight. Okay. Okay. So you know, wow. so, so if your head is forward like one, if if it's forward one inch, it actually puts a full one kilo of weight on your on your skull. Whoa. Sorry, not one inch, one centimeter. I'm yeah. two, two different things. So, so one centimeter forward puts another kilo of weight on the back of your neck. So that's quite a lot of weight. And then if you transfer that all the way down, that's quite a lot of weight to be able to, to put on your spine. And then going back to your point of if you've gained or, you know, and I don't know how much people would have gained, it, it could be exponential in this sort of space, right? So, you know, you, you can have, yeah, let's, let's go with five kilos. And that five kilos puts a lot of strain, not only your joints, but not on, also on your, your, your circulation, also your, your other immune systems, also allowing you to sleep better, 
also putting stress on your organs and things like this. So, wow. yeah, it's like it's a bag a of rice. One. Five kilos, or yeah, five kilos is like a big bag of rice from the supermarket. Actually, that's I a know. lot. That is a lot. It is, especially when you've got to hold on to it for all day, you know? Yeah. So, so I think, I think you know, you, you made a valid point. You know, a lot of people say to me, guys, oh, you know, wouldn't it, would it make a difference to lose this five or ten kilos? Yes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> So yeah, I think um, I think you know, yeah, losing that weight will definitely make a difference to the joints. I think um, you know also also building yourself up slowly that would also be a, a benefit. You know, that's also I'd recommend as well is taking your time with building up muscle. And you know, the there was a one there's a, a great you know, one line that I got from my teacher many years ago is to work at 70% of your maximum load. What does that mean? Well, if you, if you, if you ran down the street at a hundred percent and then you ran down the street at 75%, you know, at three quarter pace, that's what I'm looking to achieve. So I'm not looking to like go a hundred percent at it. I'm looking at to seventy percent, seventy or seventy-five. Yeah, seventy. Yeah. So, so if I was lifting weight, I would say do two reps less than what you're capable of. So if I was going, I could probably do two more repetitions. I would stop. Okay. So that way, at least it protects you, you know, from going too heavy, you know, too too um, too heavy too soon. The other one I would also consider as well is like you know, we've been sitting in this forward forward posture all the time to protect your joints. The type of exercises I would recommend is any pulling exercises. So a bend, like a deadlift, would be a, 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 a one that I would I would recommend. But of course, you know, deadlifts are really difficult to be able to do. So if you're not skilled with doing deadlifts or you haven't done deadlifts, well, I'll get some some professional help to be able to do that. Um, any pulls, so like any um, uh, any any single arm rows or double arm rows or bent over rows or anything like that that's going to be able to strengthen your back as well as your lower back because you know, we've been sitting in this forward posture all day. We need to be able to strengthen ourselves back the other way. Yes, that's right. Um, so drink the uh, appropriate amount of, of water, eat, having a good diet, and also doing low-impact exercises, losing weight. Uh, these are also sure ways to, to protect our joints. And finally, um, I've heard people uh, taking supplements as well. Of course, you've got to you know check, check with your doctor or medical practitioners before you do that. But uh, calcium has, has been linked to healthier bones um, and, and vitamin D as well. I've heard people talk about, uh, is it glucosamine? Uh, for for, yep. for, for for joint health, have you heard these uh, as well? Yeah. So glucosamine is a is, is great for your joints. Um, also, you know, a really great natural remedy for your joints is. Um, I want to say fish oil is oily or. Well, it's actually bone broth. Bone broth. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, the the the, the vitamins and the nutrients and the and, and the the oils that you get from the bones when you when you take that into your body is a great lubricant. It's 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 perfect. It builds, you know, uh, it's one of those things that I prescribe to many many people when they're sick, 
is just having bone broth and, and just getting them back to health again. Yes, I've so, heard cartilage as well. The, the, you know, Chinese people good. like that, that kind of, yeah, cartilage in, in the soup. Yes, okay, it makes yep. sense. And, yes. that, and that cartilage is also in the bone. So that starts to go into your soup. So it's really a great way of being able to build you know, uh, a strong bones and strong, 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 strong joints. And, and like you said, glucosamine is one of those things. Calcium, you know, you, you can get a lot of calcium just from some from foods. I always say first thing you want to do is you want to get it from your foods first. Yes. So dark, dark green leafy vegetables, uh, red meat, um, you know, you know, I, I don't like saying get it from, from cows, but, you know, you, you can get it from milk. Um, you, you can also get, um, you know, uh, what are the what are the things that are that are high in uh, uh, um, vitamin D? We've got sunshine outside. Vitamin D is great for that. Vitamin K is great for that. You'll also get high doses of magnesium and and um, in almonds and as well as Brazil nuts. Tofu as well. I mean, for for, for our vegan uh, audience, if if you don't eat meat, oh. you can also get it from a lot of um, uh, substitute. Tofu is very high in in calcium as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you can look at, I, I always say get the foundation first and then you can start adding those supplements. So calcium, you can also have magnesium. It would also be really good for your for, for, for muscle relaxant and, and glucosamine as another supplement. Excellent. Well, Nate, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Remind our listeners once again, are you on social media and what's your website? Yes, yes. So you can reach me on social media at um, Elite Personal Training. Or you can go to my um, Instagram channel, which is Elite PT Studio. Or you can reach out to me on my website, which is ElitePTStudio.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time this week. Until next time, thank you very much, Nate. Thanks, Noreen. Bye for now. Bye. 